they put their club upside your head and then turn around and accuse you of attacking them. Every case of police brutality against a Negro follows the same pattern. They attack you, bust you all upside your mouth, and then take you to court and charge you with assault. What kind of democracy is that? What kind of uh, freedom is that? What kind of social or political system is it when a black man has no voice in court, right. has no nothing on his side other than what the white man right. chooses to give him. Right. My brothers and sisters, we have to put a stop to this. Right. And it will never be stopped until we stop it ourselves. You are now about to witness the strength of street knowledge. Welcome to Voice Junkie. Today's episode is a somber one because it's really going to be pertaining to racism in this country and the constant struggle that us people of color have to go through. We're tired of the posturing. We're tired of having race used as a political football so you can pick up some votes. We're tired of all the cooperation using hashtags. Yeah, they're cool, but we need action. Today, it's time for action. We need action for the George Floyds of the world. We need action for the Tamir Rices of the world, the, the Trayvon Martins of the world. We need action. We're tired of hearing the excuses from these goddamn politicians. All they do is sit on their asses and do absolutely nothing because their families aren't affected by it so they can care less. They say all the nice things, all the nice speeches, and don't do a goddamn thing about anything that's going on. Democrats, Republicans, they're both in the same boat. They're both responsible for all the violence that's going on, all the raging that's going on, all the rioting that's going on right now across the country, specifically in Minneapolis, Minnesota. It's on them because they didn't do anything to prevent this from happening, to prevent another George Floyd. People are sick and tired of the bullshit. You know, and then there's people out there who wonder why, wonder why people are so outraged, wonder why people are rioting in the streets right now. It's because we're not being heard. No one is being heard with a darker pigment in this country. People are tired. It's unrest. You keep oppressing people. You keep oppressing people. What do you think happens? They rise up and they lash out. That's what happens. That's American history for you. You think people are just going to sit around and just allow you to kill their kids, kill their, their husbands, their, their cousins, their friends? No, they're fucking tired of it. Everyone is tired of it. Everyone is tired of this constant oppression. They're tired of all of it. Malcolm said it best, man. That's why I started this episode off with the words, the wise words of Brother Malcolm. No, I'm not a Muslim. Mm -mm, not a Muslim. I'm a conscious man, though. And Malcolm X... And Martin Luther King was saying a lot of this stuff 60 years ago. 60. I played that recording. That recording was done almost 60 years ago. Nothing has changed. The same bullshit continues in 2020. And it will continue until we put a stop to it, just like Malcolm X said. Yes, he was right then, and he is certainly right today. 
I mean, this has gone on too far. People are tired. People are dying. People are literally dying. This is what Colin Kaepernick was protesting about. It's been several years almost since he took that first knee on grass on the field. I don't remember what game it was, but this is what he was protesting. The whole thing that Colin Kaepernick did in, in, in destroying his career was for this moment, for what happened to George Floyd. Like, you fucking people out there, there's some people out there that was out was incensed. They were outraged because Colin Kaepernick dared, he dared to kneel during the national anthem, a racist one at that, that wasn't written for us. He dared to kneel during the anthem. So you got, people got in a tizzy over it. Are those same people I asked, are those same people up in a tizzy right now, up in a frenzy right now, with that punk ass cop that put a knee on George Floyd's neck and, and, and head, not the ground, not grass. He had his knee on his head. You think it deserves the same amount of outrage? I think so. But it doesn't. Is it gonna get that outrage from some of you out there? Some people out there, not my listeners, but some of the people, some of the demons out there in the world. Of course not. It's not going to get that kind of outrage because we know why it's not going to get that kind of outrage because of fucking racism. Yes, racism. We are an inherently racist country. We all have to realize that it's time to address the elephant in the room. This country is is built off of racism. Our whole justice system is built off of racism. Everything is built off of racism in this country. And we keep trying to hide and, and, and one thing about Donald Trump, I will say this. One thing about him that kind of was a positive in a way is that he emboldened he emboldened all of the racists to be proud of what they are. And that's racist. He emboldened them, which made it easier for us to see who they are. So that's what Trump has done. You think people, those people on that side are going to sympathize with what's happening? They don't even care what he does to them financially. He's cut taxes for the rich. He's 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 put more taxes on a uh, more burden on the American people. He's done all of these things. He's killed over 100,000 people because of COVID-19 because of his moronic ass couldn't do his job and be ahead of the curve before the outbreak really 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 took lives. He 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 did that too. But you think his supporters are going to be put condemning him for anything he does? No. You know why? Because he empowers them to be what they truly are. And that's the fucking racist pieces of shit that just settles on society like a cis. That's what these people are. They're like cis filled with bile. Like they're just they're, they're disgusting human beings. And they allow this clown to run around and wreak havoc on the country and preach all of this fascism and racism. It's very depressing, you know, and and people get upset and, and don't understand the plight of the black man. How do you not understand the plight of the black man? The videos are out there. The scary part about it is we have video. Could you imagine how worse this was back in the days where everybody kept saying, hey, the black community is under attack? We didn't have video back then. Just imagine how many George Floyds there's been unrecorded. That's the thing you need to think about. That is the thing you need to think about. You don't have people need to understand if you're not a colored person in this country, a person of color in this country, 
there's different rules for us. This is why we keep talking about white privilege and, and things of that nature. Because white people don't have to worry about their kids getting gunned down or suffocated on the concrete floor. They don't have to worry about that. That in itself is white privilege. They don't have to worry about that. We, we, people of color, constantly have to worry about how we navigate day to day. We have to. We have to constantly look over our shoulder. We have to constantly walk on eggshells. And you know what? People are fucking tired. They're tired. That's why they're in the streets. And it's not going to stop. This has been simmering for years now since Trayvon Martin, really. You know, it was, it was, it was, uh, you know, God rest his soul, it was Rodney King in the 90s. Remember that? They beat the shit out of Rodney King. Four, five, six, seven cops beat the shit out of Rodney King on videotape, and they all were exonerated, all the cops. That wasn't that long ago. Nothing has changed. It's the same as it's been then, and it's the same as it's been around Malcolm and Martin's time, and it's the same as it is now in 2020, post-Obama era. It's disgusting. It is absolutely disgusting. I want to read a tweet that uh, uh, Bernice King had um, tweeted out. That's Martin Luther King Jr.'s uh, daughter. She said, I quote, don't act like everyone loved my father. He was assassinated. A 1967 poll reflected that he was one of the most hated men in America. Most hated. Many who quote him now and invoke him to deter justice today would likely hate and may already hate the authentic king. That is the quote of the day for me because it it encapsulates everything that's wrong about this country and, and everything that's wrong about our justice system, our political system. That quote right there. There's so many brown nosers out there. There's so many people that try to play like they sympathize with our plight and our situation, but they really don't do anything when it comes to action and getting things done and passing legislation that'll help an oppressed community. Now it's time to call everyone out on their bullshit. If you're a person that that is still straddling on the fence today after everything you've saw in the past few weeks in regards to having black men's gunned down when they're trying to jog in the street or when somebody's suffocating another black man on the street until he's limp and dead, if you still are straddling on the fence, then you're a fucking racist and you need to own that about yourself or educate yourself. But the reality is this is a black and white issue from right and wrong. I pride myself on being a person that 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 says I live in huge, huge swaths of gray because I believe the world is just one big gray spot. Life itself is just one big gray spot. There's explanations for everything. That's what I truly feel. But there are some things in the world where there is no explanation for it. It's right and it's wrong. And this is one of those situations. This that's happening right now is wrong. And if you're still straddling the fence, that means you're an affiliate of the wrong side. You're an affiliate of the Donald Trump side, period. We all need to put an end to this as the black community. We need to start mobilizing. We need to start, you know, and in and, and, and the allies, you know, and we're not just this is not just a black community thing. But, yes, you don't have to be a person of color to mobilize with us. We wouldn't have got a lot of the civil rights uh, legislation passed if we didn't have the other side helping. There were good warriors uh, during the 60s that helped during the civil rights movement. They weren't black, but they seen what I just said. 
what's right and wrong, black and white. They've seen it for their own eyes. And today we need more of those on the front lines with us as we fight to get the respect that we all deserve. That's really what this is all about. This is what this is all about. We're sick and tired, you know? So I don't want to hear lip service anymore. I don't want to hear, um, you know, uh, 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 you know, all the little catchphrases that they say about God and all this other crap. No, actions speak louder than words. That quote was probably was invented by someone who was tired of hearing the shit. This needs to change, and we all need to put a change to it. We all need to mobilize. We all need to get our ducks in a row so we don't have too many of these George Floyd situations on the streets. It's time. It is really, really time to do what's necessary to get done and to get real, true justice in America and in the streets. It has to happen. It has to. As I'm recording this, you know, this is a fluid situation. So there's a bunch of new, you know, developments popping up by the hour. So but right now, uh, the Minneapolis Police Department or the, you know, the the justice system over there has finally apprehended the guy that was kneeling on the late George Floyd's neck. Uh, his name is Derek Shevin, Shaven, whatever his name is. Fuck him. He doesn't deserve to have his name pronounced correctly. But He's been apprehended by the law out there. And so far from what we're hearing through the media outlets is that he's going to be charged with third degree murder and manslaughter. I'm not sure if that's first degree manslaughter or whatever degree, but that's not good enough. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Is it is it is it cool that they apprehended him and they took him in and then now he's being convicted of something? Yeah, but that's not enough. We need first degree murder. We seen it. We watched it. You know, I, and that's another thing. The justice system is crazy to me. You know, it, the justice system is crazy to me where you can have a black guy chilling in his own apartment and have a cop come into his own apartment, intrude on his apartment and shoot him dead. And she gets off with 10 years like this is what we're talking about. These laws were not created for people of color. They were created to oppress people of color, to keep us in line. It's obvious this is not conjecture that I'm saying right now. This is not a conspiracy theory. This is the honest to God truth. This is the truth that a lot of people, a lot of politicians, a lot of people of power who wants to keep this away from the general public. This is what it really is. It's time to rip the bandaid off. It is time to really, really get shit done. If our politicians ain't going to do it, then we need to do it. Hey, you know what? I hate to say it. Listen, if we got to burn this shit down and rebuild it, then that's what we're going to have to do. We built this country anyway. Black people built this country. We, we built it with our pop culture. We built it with our blood, sweat, and tears. We built this country. So it's only right that we burn this motherfucker down and rebuild again. Or we have the allies. We do have politicians. We hold them accountable for their inaction. If you're not on the front lines right now trying to put together some type of legislation to, to police the police, then you need to get the fuck out of office. You're occupying a, a seat that could be filled by someone else with, with more passion and more care. It's as simple as that. That's where I'm at right now. That's exactly where I'm at mentally right now. And, you know, you, you got the, the clown in chief talking about when the looting begins, the shooting begins. And then, it, it, you know. And people were like taken aback by that comment, 
but he's been sending, you know, little threats and in, in, in his tweets for years, unchecked, by the way. There's fine people on that on, on both sides. He said that during the Charlottesville uh, uh, protests. I said this to you guys on this podcast then. Like, he is a white supremacist. He is loud. He's the guy in the room wearing the loud colors saying, hey, hey, everyone, look at me. I'm a racist. I'm a fascist. Look at me. That's what he's been doing. He's just this is just par for course for uh, for, for clown in chief. So none of what he says or do or doesn't do shouldn't surprise you at this point. And if it still does surprise you, then something is wrong with your brain. It is broken and you need to take it to the shop and get fixed. But yeah. I don't want to talk too much more about this situation because there's more uh, stuff developing. They still have to apprehend the other police officers. Um, who knows what else is going to leak out. But, of course, I'm definitely going to stay really, really close to this situation. I'm going to stay close to these reports and this story and follow it further. And don't be surprised if you hear more from me.